Welcome to another episode of the Nonviolent Communication Podcast. And today, we're going to talk about NVC in the workplace. And so, there's there's about four basic interactions that I can think of in, in the workplace. One would be uh, customers, dealing with customers, then dealing with coworkers, dealing with bosses, and dealing with employees. So, let's go through some some of these situations let's start with customers customers always right right well i mean you know kind of the policy that that's a really good policy um but let's say the customer is upset about a service and something that a product or service that was done not to their satisfaction and since they're already upset the first thing to do is just to go into emergency empathy just do your best to understand where they're coming from and why. So just get out the facts. If they are triggered, use emergency empathy. Guess how they feel and why. I, are you upset because your meal was cold? Are you upset because you're uncertain as, as to whether we're going to refund you your money? Or are you upset because you think you have been ripped off or were lied to? Whatever it is, just try to find out actually why they're upset. And once you have, once you've narrowed down to why they are actually upset, and you can feel it, and they can feel it, and they relax, and they feel understood, then you can proceed um, with NVC. So when you're doing emergency empathy, it doesn't mean you agree with whatever perception they have. It just means you're bringing it up so that everybody's aware that you understand where they're coming from, and they don't feel the need to keep repeating themselves because they don't think you understand. No, that's the first thing is to get, get make sure everybody understands. Then go into NVC. So if you agree with the customer and like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, you're correct. That's our mistake. Let's take care of this. Okay, problem solved. Say they're being unreasonable. Then you still do the emergency empathy, get them calm and understood. Then use your facts to your observable facts to point out why your company policy is the way it is. And, you know, if they get triggered again, then go into emergency empathy. Just switch right back. If they, if you start breaking down, well, sir, it's our policy. It's written right on the wall right there that this is how it goes. It's like this because our business would not be functional without a policy like that. And say they start getting triggered, then emergency, okay. Boom, right back to, are, are you upset because you think this is a, 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 um, a disingenuous policy? Are you upset because you think that I'm wrong? Or, you know, whatever it is, it's just actually try to find out why they're now upset again. And once you figure it out, they'll get calm and feel understood. And you go back into emergency empathy. And, you know, do everything you can, obviously, to try to placate them and make them feel good and, Maybe ask them for a suggestion. Um, and end with a you know a request. Um, and give them some alternative options. You know? So whenever you do emergency empathy, they're, they're, if it's done correctly, they're going to get calm. And they're going to feel understood. And it obviously depends on the situation and your policy. But making the customer happy is generally a good policy. Unless they're just being totally outrageous. And then just stick to your gun, stick to your facts, stick to your policies, and, and do what you got to do. All right, that's customers. 
So let's move on to coworkers. Okay, so you work in a place and you have coworkers, and say someone, a coworker, is say they're not doing their job. In your opinion, they're slacking off, they're showing up late, they're making it harder for everybody else, including you. And it's been going on for a while, and you're really frustrated, and you try to bring it up before, and it almost turned into a big fight and argument, so now you don't say anything. Well, probably when you tried to bring it up before, you probably were throwing in some, there's a good chance you were throwing in some judgments and some diagnosis and opinions and criticisms, and we're going to avoid all those using NVC. So... Say it's been going on and you're and, and you want to and you want to bring it up. You want to you want to bring this up using NVC. Well, if you know you're going to bring it up and it's been going on, prepare yourself by imagining what the conversation will be like, imagining it going wrong, and imagining yourself using uh, emergency empathy to steer it back on track. So then you have some go tos during the conversation. Now you don't want to script things out and stick to the script. What I suggest doing is script things out just so you have a basic understanding of what the strong points and weak points and potential challenges are going to be in this conversation. So when they do happen, you, you have tools you can pull out and use. But you don't want to be stiff. You, don't, you, know, you want to be reactive and be present. Uh, not reactive, but just you want to be present and, re- and you know, attend to the moment, what the moment is calling for. But sometimes we, our brains can shut down. Um, especially when you're first using NVC. So if you know that, okay, probably they're going to be upset and they're going to think this, well, just, you know, you bust that out. Are you upset because you think I'm overstepping my boundaries? That'll probably be a good one to use in these situations. So now the question is, you go to work, when do you bring it up? Well, you don't bring it up at a time that it's going to disrupt the workflow because that's not a good time. You're there to work. You're there to make money. You don't want to cost anybody else money. You don't want to have your boss or your peers get upset with you. So wait for a convenient time to bring it up. If there is no convenient time, um, ask them if you can talk to them after work um, go, or go to lunch. Take them out to lunch. You know, it, it, all these situations. But don't disrupt your work day to talk about this. So, so then you have their attention. You bring it up. If they are very very sensitive and you know this is going to go off the tracks start off with emergency empathy you know hey um i can guess that you might be feeling a little uh suspicious right now of why i want to talk to you because of maybe because of our past interactions all right something like that just to calm things down you know let's know we're on the same team i don't want anything from you i'm just i just want us all to make more money and be happier together that's kind of what you want to if they're super you know defensive or sensitive if not then um, start off with observable facts about the incident yesterday you took a break for 45 minutes as soon as the workload started you left at 215 and came back at three those would be facts if that happened it happened now are they going to want to hear this? Probably not. This is this is a conflict resolution. This is not joyous conversation. But it is joyous in the big picture. But in the small picture, it's going to be a little painful, a little uncomfortable, a little awkward. But 
in the end, done correctly, it will bring understanding and connection and a deeper relationship and a more productive workforce. That's why you're going through the awkward stages of NVC in uncomfortable situations. So you bring up something like that using facts. If they get triggered, immediately go into emergency empathy. Are you upset because you think I this is not something that I need to worry about? Uh, are you upset because this is none of my business? Are are you angry because you had a, 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 a there's something I don't understand about the situation that if I did I wouldn't even be bringing this up? Have these in your pocket, you know, just just booms. Try to understand where they're coming from, why they're upset. Once. They feel heard and understood because you've done because they say something back to you and you do another round of emergency empathy until it resonates. That's the key with emergency empathy. It should resonate when you get it correctly. When you actually hone in on why, how they feel, and why they feel that way, it will resonate, and you'll feel it. So that's important. Now, you, so you've done emergency empathy again possibly, and they're, and they're settled down again. So go back into the facts, and then follow the steps of NVC. You bring up the fact. So when I saw that you were gone 45 minutes, I felt, honestly, I felt angry because it's important to me for everybody to fulfill the roles that they're assigned. And I would like... To know and then, okay, so so you know wh- whatever it is, you explain how you feel. So you you brought out the situation, you brought up the incident, you explain how you feel. I felt frustrated, angry, and why you feel the way you do, and that the, why you feel. You got to make sure you don't imply they're wrong or bad in any way. Any step of this of NBC, do not imply they are wrong or bad. Just use the facts and the feelings and your, their values. I think every because it's important for me to everybody to work the same hours. Um, it's important for me to everybody fulfill their role. It's important to me for everybody to work together. Um, it's important to me to not have to do more than I have been assigned. W- whatever it is, is try- frame it in a way that is always based on your values and not based, not blaming them for how you feel. It's your, it's how you think. It's it's what your preference, what your desires are. That's why you feel upset because of your own desires, not because of what they've done. It's you prefer things to go a different way, and that's why you're upset. And then a specific request. So sometimes if you're like, well, I don't know what my request is, and you're thinking and thinking, and, and you can't really figure out a request, well, then maybe just, maybe all you really wanted to do was bring awareness to this incident. And then, so if you don't have a very specific request, then just ask them how they feel about you bringing this up. Um, you know, are, are you willing to like, let me know how you feel about this? Um, how do you, how do you feel hearing me say this to you? Okay. Or if it is a specific request, say, you know, would you be willing to let us all know if you're going to take a break more than 10 minutes? Um, would you be willing to stay late today after work to make up for the 30 minutes that you didn't do yesterday? Whatever it is, make it specific and doable. And it's got to be a request and not a demand. Meaning they can be like, no, I don't want to do that. And then you look for alternative solutions as opposed to getting angry and mad and punishing them, you know, emotionally. That's how it should go at any point if it goes off the tracks, emergency empathy. And probably better to do this type of thing alone without a bunch of people listening. 
And then um, another situation is say, say you have a coworker who's doing small, very small but annoying things all the time. Maybe they're little comments. Maybe they're just talking on the phone. Maybe they're on Facebook all the time. Whatever it is. But say it's not a big deal. It's just little small deals. And you're wondering, like, I should, uh, if I bring it up, I'll be bringing this up all the time, all day. Well, I don't agree. I believe, I recommend you bringing it up the first time you see it, unless it's going to disrupt the work day. But say it's small. Say you see them on Facebook um, when everybody's everybody needs to do this task and they're just on Facebook and everybody else is working except them. Maybe go over to them and bring it up right then. Or maybe they say some comment to you that is like a backhanded compliment. And... And you're like, should I bring it up? Yes, bring it up. As long as it's not going to disrupt the workday. Bring it up. Say, hey, this comment you just said, um, I heard you say that. And now I'm feeling irritated because it's important to me to not hear things like that. Or whatever it is. Depends on, you know, the uh, whatever the comment is. And then say, would you be willing to not say things like that to me anymore? That's not very specific. Um would you be willing to tell me why you said that? Or, or sometimes like when, with comments, with little slick co- comments, I like to ask for clarity. The specific request is, could you, would you tell me what you mean by what you said? And what that does is it brings more awareness so that they're going to be less likely to throw out a callous, casual comment to you um, because they know you're going to call them on it and make them, you know, uh, explain what they really meant. And that just brings more awareness. A lot of times, awareness just solves problems. A lot of times, you don't need a specific problem-solving action. Just awareness. All of a sudden, they're more aware, and 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 you have brought attention to it, and so it, things just stop. So, but the fear a lot of times is, I'll be doing this all day, but it's not true because if you do it once, that brings the awareness, and a lot of times, behavior changes just from that once. So, you bring it up once in the morning, and the rest of the day, it doesn't happen. When the day before, the same thing happened like fifteen times. So you don't have to bring things up 15 times. Sometimes you have to bring it up a few times. That's fine. If they get triggered, emergency empathy. And <clears throat> emergency empathy a lot of times will lead to them, you know, a deeper connection, a deeper type of understanding of each other. And that's great. Conflict is natural. It's okay. Um, arguing is unnecessary. But disagreements, misunderstandings, they're going to happen. We're human beings. Arguing is like when, you, you know, two people are just trying to convince. You're not convincing anybody of anything. You're bringing up attention to subjects. You're letting people, you're informing them of how you feel. And you're informing them of what your desire is to make life better for all. And you have some requests. So that's it. Yeah, that's, that's for coworkers. Now what about bosses? Talking to the boss. Okay, so you want to talk to the boss. Maybe you want to raise, maybe you want to take a vacation, maybe you want more responsibility, less responsibility, whatever it is, um, definitely don't disrupt the workflow. So request a time to talk to the boss. If there's just a spontaneous moment, you're walking down the hall and you see them, um, don't just launch into it. Ask them if this is a good time to talk. Do you have five minutes we could talk right now? You know, just prepare, lubricate the situation. So then... Um, if they say, you know, you get the boss's attention, they're ready to talk to you. Start with observable facts. I've worked here seven years. I've never taken a vacation. Or I work here 80 hours a week. 
I bring in this many commissions. I'm the all-star. I, you know, just observable, undisputable facts. That's what's up. And if there's an issue, say I worked the last three Sundays, you've asked me to stay late and I have stayed late. And, you know, whatever it is, bring it up with the facts. No evaluations, no opinions, no judgments, no implication of wrongdoing, no guilt trips, no woe is me. Just facts. And then bring up, you know, let's go into your how you feel about this situation. And if it's a vacation, you know, say I've been working here seven years. I've never asked for a day off. My cousin is getting married. And I know it's a busy weekend for us, but I would really like to take that weekend off. Is that something I can do? You know, bring it up just just like that. It's, it's very simple and clean. So say your boss gets triggered and is like annoyed that you have the audacity to ask for something. Well, emergency empathy. Boom. Are, are you upset because you think I, 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 this is not something that I should be asking for? Remember, you don't, you're not agreeing with them. You're just working to ascertain what they mean. And, and of course, if you know you're going to talk to your boss, be prepared with some emergency empathy, um, you know, possibilities, ideas, so that you don't have to th- think so much on your toes. You can just pull it out and maybe it'll be right, maybe it won't. And then if they just flat out refuse your request, it'd be good to also have some other possibilities. Say you asked for a raise and then like we don't have any more budget to give you a raise. You deserve it. And your boss is like, you deserve a raise. You're our best worker. I totally understand. We have zero more dollars to give you. Maybe an alternative is, okay, well, how about this? How about you pay me the same, but you give me less hours so that I can go some, I can get a, a part-time job and increase my income. Hey, have, have alternatives on deck. That's what I recommend. And emergency prepared, have alternatives prepared. Do not disrupt the workflow. And... Yeah, see what happens there. Lastly, we got employees. So I think one of the key things if you're talking to an employee is make sure you're not implying they're bad or wrong or criticizing right off the bat. It's not going to help. You don't want them to feel defensive. You want them to feel right up as a part of the team, a valuable asset who's appreciated for what they bring to the table. So, but you're talking to them because there's an issue. And... So bring up the issue, the incident, the occurrence, just using observable facts. Okay, no implication of wrongdoing or stupidity. And maybe in this situation, it would be good to bring up the incident and ask why. Hey, so yesterday this wasn't done. And maybe in your mind, you know exactly why it wasn't done because they're being lazy or whatever, whatever your thoughts are. It doesn't matter. Ask them why. So this, bring up the fact, this um, task that needs to be done was not done. I would like to know why. Or yesterday, this thing happened like this, and I prefer it to happen like another way. So could you explain to me why it went down like this? So that's a great way to begin. Maybe there's something you don't understand. They tell it to you, and you're like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Thank you. Boom, meeting's over. Now you know. But maybe it was how you you know were right, and they're in the wrong, and now you ask them why. So... They've had a chance to explain themselves. They have no decent excuse. So now you would proceed with NVC. So, okay, so this happened. And I'm feeling concerned because I like my business run a certain way. Or this department, it's important for me for this department to reach this goal. 
And if these things happen, this goes to be very hard. So, you know, that, that's just whatever it is, just do not imply they are bad or wrong. It's fine. They're just human beings doing their thing. Um, you, you know, just do the NBC steps, point out the incident, how you feel about this incident, why you feel the way you do, what's important to you, what do you, what goals do you have, what are your desires, then the specific request. Make sure it's specific and doable. Okay, so next time this happens, will you immediately come and talk to me? Or next time this happens, will you do it like this? Whatever it is, ask them. If they don't like that, maybe have some alternatives. You know, you have the authority. It's a little bit different when you're the boss and employee, but there's no reason to throw your weight around and, and intimidate. You don't need to intimidate. You have the power. You don't need to prove it. You have it. So come with your specific requests. If they get triggered or if they shut down, to use emergency empathy, it's much better, I would I would say, to have a, a loyal employee who loves you and appreciates you and feels appreciated than someone who doesn't like you and feels disempowered. And, you know, ask them, ask them questions, give them, um, ask, give them your requests and be prepared. Just like every, every case, if you know you're going to have a conversation like this, be prepared with emergency empathy and alternative solutions, win-win solutions. All right. So that is the podcast for today. NBC in the workplace. And, um, yes, my book is available. It's a short, compact, information-dense book. It's available on Amazon, The Art of Nonviolent Communication, in ebook, paperback, and audiobook form. And I have Facebook, The Art of NBC, Instagram, Art of NBC. I'm working on a digital course, an online NBC course. If people are interested in that, please let me know. And I have the board game. I have 17 copies left of the board game the board game is really awesome but i think i'm going to turn it into a digital app because for a while so it's going to be a limited run of these 17 and then i'm going to work on turning it into an app because i would like to one day have it manufactured on a professional level but that's going to take a, a significant investment to get it done in a way that's efficient and i'd like to build, build up a bigger following before i take on an enterprise like that so there's 20 limited edition or 17 limited edition versions of the board game available and let me know also if if you guys would like are interested in an app an nvc app or a website where you can sharpen up your skills if that's something that anybody's intrigued by if you guys have any questions or comments or feedback you can email me at artofnvc at gmail.com i also offer one-on-one consultations over the phone or in person if you're in Los Angeles. And you can contact me at Art of NVC or go to my website, artofnvc.com. Anyhow, have a beautiful day. Happy New Decade. Talk to you soon.